So this is episode number 65 of Vomiting Rainbows, a darker news podcast that with my buddy, Blag the Ripper, where I tell him stories he knows absolutely nothing about, and then he violates them and spits them back in a beautiful rainbow. There are so many things I know nothing about, Doug. <laughs> and, then, and you always manage to find more. That's what's so great. Well, so this is a really weird one because... The first story that I'm going to talk about is one that I feel like we've already done before, but we haven't. Does someone get killed in a grisly way? Yeah, I I, I know. Of, I knew of the story, and I'm shocked that we didn't do it. I don't know why we didn't do it, but it's definitely it's definitely perfectly in our wheelhouse. So, um, you know, we've done 65 episodes, so it is not surprising that I forgot like one or two, but. I was pretty sure we did this one, but I looked back and I couldn't find it, but there are a lot to go through. Isn't 65 when you retire? Yeah. I mean, isn't that I mean, technically we should be retiring, but <laughs> so this one started in July of 2019. You know, it was a simpler time back then. We could eat indoors. We could walk on the sidewalk without a mask. We could hug each other, shake hands. All those things. Um, and this guy, Brandon Clark, who is 22, and Bianca Devins uh, went out to a concert, things that we also don't do anymore. Um, they had been hanging out, and Bianca was a rising e-girl who was, like, posting on Snapchat, Discord, and Instagram. And if you don't know what an e-girl is... Um, I, I, I'm going to admit, I don't know what an e-girl is. So okay. You tell me. All right, so an e-girl is an emo anime obsessed girl who dresses in kind of like that similar fashion. So they dress in like this e like like this anime fashion kind of accentuating their eyes, do like a very childish look. Sure, um, I, I like that. I yeah, and it was that. very it was hugely popular. It still is popular, but it was blowing up with like around that uh 2018 2019 and then with tiktok it became hugely famous right. um but anyway so bianca and, and brandon went to a concert in new york they met up with friends uh, bianca kissed another friend at the concert and that made brandon lose his mind like he got really upset um but he was bianca's ride on the way back so he gave her a ride back. She kind of fell asleep in the car on the way back. Um, he stopped in a cul-de-sac to confront her. Um, and because he caught her kissing, but she didn't know that he had seen her. No, no. He made a scene at the concert as well. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, they, like, during that time, he, like, she was like, look, you should just calm down. We're not monogamous. Um, uh, and yeah, everybody that loves hearing that one. Yeah. So at that point, he got out of the car and she thought he was like, I guess, thinking that he was going to calm down. Um, but instead, he went into the back of his car. Uh, he got a knife and then came around to her side of the car and slit her throat. Um, wow. And then, and then at that point, he did what any uh, like Gen Z kind of person would do. He started live streaming um so he no live, way yeah so he live streamed on on discord which is like more of a like a gaming network thing uh her final moments um and then started like posting all these really weird rants and 
one of the weirdest rants at the end of this is he was like, my life is over. I guess I'll see you guys in hell. Uh, be sure to subscribe to PewDiePie. <laughs> if you don't know who PewDiePie is, it's a whole nother thing. Uh, but yeah, it, it was an wait, unbelievable. Wait, who's PewDiePie? That was it his was last like, words? He, yeah, no, that was his like what he last posted on there. Right. Um, and then... Um, so who is PewDiePie? I have to know now. He's he's like the biggest YouTuber on the... Okay. He, he makes like, I don't know, somewhere around 40 to to 50 million dollars a year off of youtube and you see like a fashion blogger or is he a guy who does he's like and cranks or what he was he a do? no he was a, he was originally a gamer and then he became like a gamer to like a meme commenter to like now he's just like kind of his own entity Wait. You know, I really have to admit that I'm an old person because I don't relate to any of this bullshit like that. It makes no sense to me. I hear about it all the time. I hear about memes and games and bullshit, and I just laugh and I think, wow, I really am grandpa because fuck you. I don't care. You know. Well, that's the best the best part is next time like we hang out, I'll put on some instead of putting on music, I'll put on some PewDiePie. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so this guy was saying just PewDiePie that this one's for yeah. you. No, he's like, yeah, remember to subscribe to subscribe to PewDiePie. I mean, it was absurd. Wow. Um, and so it does appear that uh, uh, Brandon and Bianca had like a, uh, an intimate relationship, but at some point it switched over from an intimate relationship to like an obsession. Like at one point, like the, after their first date together, uh, she said, like, one of my favorite things in the whole world is, like, a swing. I love a swing. Like, and so he was like, great. So he got on his on his leg, he got a tattoo of a swing for her by the next wow. day. Yeah, that's aggressive. Um, so the other thing, too, about that night is he had planned to kill her regardless of the kiss at the concert. Whoa. Now, how do we know that? Because he put on his Instagram, he put um, a quote from Fight Club, which is, uh, this is your life and it's ending, ending one minute at a time. Yeah. But how does that prove that he was going to kill her anyway? Well, because also in his notepad on his notes, he had a kill checklist of all the things that he needed to bring with him. Like the knife, like everything. Now, now I got to, and he also brought, he also brought a tarp with him to wrap her body up. Wow. So here's what occurs to me. Uh -huh. And of course, nobody deserves to get killed. And this woman didn't deserve to get killed. And this guy's crazy, but I have to wonder not to speak ill of the dead, but you know, what was she thinking? She didn't want to be exclusive with him. They used to have a thing. He was obsessed with her. I mean, is a ride to a concert that important? <laughs> you can right. take the train. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm always kind of fascinated by those people who really push it, who push the usury of others, and then it goes horribly awry, you know? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think the problem for her was she had no idea how obsessed he was with her. That, like, like her her thing was like hey i've got this one guy on one side and i've got this other guy i mean she's 17 years old right he's not thinking right, long-term sure. relationship right. this guy's yeah this guy's a 22 year old lunatic who like uh. for and 
his family says, or her family says that they thought of this guy as just a nice guy and a family friend. They didn't even know that he was dating her at all. Uh, and so wow. it's very, so she just got caught probably completely off guard by this. Just like uh, completely oh, I in the car with Ted Bundy. She had no idea. Like wow, literally no idea. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I was more into the impression, you know, they were early 20s uh you know they were they, she knew kind of what was up that this no. guy was tripping on her but she was like yeah what the hell i'll get a free ride i'll go make out with another guy what the hell I'll let this turkey drive me home but you're saying it's more like she was a real kid i mean 17 she had no idea it sounds like she went to a concert he right. was 22 probably got her alcohol she got hammered made out with someone else like right but but he already before that was like so obsessed with her that he was like, he must have known that things were on the way out. So he was like, "All right, I'm." I get it. If she, if, if I can't have her, nobody can have her. Right. Like kind of mentality. Um, and so that's how I feel about you, Doug. When I see you host the <laughs> podcast with someone else, what else? With yeah, someone else? I mean, it just freaks me out. You know? Yeah, except for except for it's usually with Mike, so you can accept Mike. <laughs> <laughs> i can accept mike i guess yeah yeah um so uh it said so um a bunch of her friends were watching the live stream because of course when he came on like they were all like oh they're like they knew that all of her friends knew that they were close so they were like oh it's him they like all followed each other and then he started talking crazy stuff and apparently at one point like he had like I think he, I don't know if he did or not because they haven't shown what was on the live stream, but like apparently he hit her once, then went out of the car and then get the, got the knife. And then they're like, wait, did you hit her? And there was like all this stuff on the live stream like that. Oh, wow. So people yeah. were making comments in real time. Like, wait a minute. Real time. Happened? And then, wow. And then he like uh, posted a picture with her dead body after he had basically slid her throat. And, I mean, it was, yeah, it was bad. I mean, so obviously we've always had psychopaths, violent people, people that would snap, people that would do weird things. But is there really something unique about this generation with the live streaming and that kind of stuff? I mean, do you think that there's more than ever? I mean, there were always people, shit, you know, uh, there was the guy that shot uh, Reagan because he loved Jodie Foster, right? There were always people that were obsessed with fame and the things they could get by doing crazy things. But I mean, it, it feels like this kind of thing is just sort of one step beyond. Like, it's like, you know, if I can't be Pewdie cat, then I'm right. going to, you know, I'm going to get the most popular live stream ever. You know what I well, mean? I mean, like there's this angle of that where it's just like, you so know, I, and and that's a really good point. So one of the things that I read kind of in, junk, in conjunction with this was that uh, a lot of people say that that, um, that element of live streaming is like saying like, now this person's at my mercy and the whole world now knows it and can see it. Like wow. now, sure. now you like, it's one thing for to say to one person, fear me, but like, this is a control and power thing. When you're telling the whole world, you need to like fear this person. Right. It's a whole thing. So that's kind of the element that they're trying to get with that. Um, and I see. And the other thing that was really interesting through that is that her friends all reported him on the live stream immediately. So the cops were already looking for him after that initial punch 
that he did or slap or whatever he did to her. Um, and then after he killed her, Brandon reported himself. So he called 911 and then told him exactly where he was and what, what he had done. And then when they came up to like, to arrest him, he stabbed himself in the neck and then fell over the tarp where her body was. So and he like, killed himself. He's gone. He, well, he, he tried, they saved him. Uh, he was uh -huh. rushed to the hospital and he survived. So that I remember that was 2019, but due to COVID and the slowdown of the courts last week, he finally got his, his day in court and he was sentenced to 20. He pled guilty. He initially was going to plead not guilty, but um, <laughs> that'd be a tough one when there's a live but, stream of you doing it and you called the cops on yourself. I don't going to go. Oh yeah, I'm not guilty. I'm unclear. I don't know if the death penalty was on the table or not. This was in New York. I don't know if they do or don't have the death penalty, but whatever they were, they were holding life without parole on the table or the death penalty. And he pled guilty and he got 25 years to life. Um, so, wow. yeah. Uh, and the other thing is part of that negotiation for him to plead uh, guilty is that one segment is he asked that none of those videos be shown in court. And the mother said the reason that he didn't want those shown is because it made him look like the terrible, terrible person that he was because he kind of was trolling her. Like, this is what happens when you say no to me type stuff. And it was horrible. I mean, his, wow. his comments were like unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, this kind of stuff, you know, and, and I, and, and you have to wonder, right. Because you don't know, is this like a bad seed question where it's like someone is just genetically has a screw loose or is there something about modern society? Because when you bring in stuff like the live stream and the other stuff, it makes it appear that it's something new or something novel, something different that creates this kind of monster as opposed to another kind of monster. But, you know, is it just that in every generation and back through time, there was always people that were willing to do something really horrible like uh i mean i guess so but i guess the question has to do with numbers are there more people who want to do that now because you have the possibility of broadcasting it and being famous for it and there is a mass media i mean in other words what would the motivation of somebody running around in a hunter gatherer band of 50 neanderthals you know you wouldn't what would you really get out of an activity like that but there must have been people who were really just sick and loved to cause pain to people i mean I, I, you know what i'm saying like the advent of mass media kind of throws it into this whole other realm that makes it you, you can't tell anymore like is this you or is this what you wanted to project you know I, yeah i think i i mean the whole thing was obvious that any of these people who do things like this obviously have like a very fragile psyche. And like when he saw something, he, he was already teetering on the edge because he had that kill list. And like, so on his thing, he said, uh, it's my fucking car. I fuck Bianca dumbass anyway. And then he said, remember, subscribe to PewDiePie. This is after he, after he posted a picture with her dead body. And then he said, I also 
Also to the faggot fuck at Alex with the Chinese username. I hope this was worth it. I was actually going to take her home today. So that's the person she made out with. Probably. So she probably yeah. kissed this guy and then he was like, okay, now I'm going through with the kill plan that I already have, which is not true at all. He had already planned this. So like, he's just trying to make himself like, he's trying to blame it on someone else. Like, right. That's the right. whole thing. It's always diverting blame, you know? Now there's another phenomenon here. I mean, like if this were an old movie, then it would be like this grisly murder would happen. And the rest of the movie would be the guy escaping and, right. and desperately trying to get away. And then finally in the, in the last, last portion of the movie, you know, the cops catch him and he's, he gets his comeuppance. I mean, now you make your own movie. So right. it's like, it, it, again, it's like this thing of he, he, uh, I wonder how a person like that fares in jail when now he's surrounded with a bunch of people, many of whom are capable of doing just as cold blooded an act. But the difference is they're like criminals, man. They're not calling the cops on themselves. They're not live streaming their shit. Like, I wonder, like, how does it wind up? Like, to me, it's like a guy like that goes into jail. He's just a Maytag from day one. Oh, yeah. It's like, what? You know, you little fucking bitch. You, yeah, <laughs> this is what you did, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Like, I, I, you know. And yeah, I he's. I just wonder about that. Like, when he called the cops, I mean, but I guess the trying to kill himself, if he actually thought he could pull it off, um, made a certain amount of, of sense. But the calling of the cops suggests to me that he wanted to be saved, even if he was yeah. going to try and kill himself. You know, he wanted. Well, he, I don't know. Yeah, this one's pretty complicated. Well, I mean, I I think he had a plan of like, maybe I could get away with it at one point. But then when he posted it on Discord, because he was so out of his head, like angry. And then he like posted all this stuff. He's like, everyone knows it's me. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no if, band or but of who's guilty yeah. of doing there's this. There's no hiding now. Yeah. But yeah, you think there and he would just kill himself. Yeah. You know? And, and that, that, that was his plan. Like his plan right. was like, I think his whole plan was probably death by cop. Like he was hoping that like he would be holding the knife and they'd like come shooting at him and, and then they weren't going to shoot at him. So then he stabbed himself, but they didn't quite finish the job and then they were able to save him. And now, you know. Yeah. It's one of those things. I think there's a general assumption, especially among young people that cops just run around all day shooting people, especially black people. They just yeah, love to murder. I, it's not far shoot. off. I think he, he didn't have a far... He was the problem was he's white, so probably. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny because the, the whole Chauvin trial is happening now, and obviously right. everybody hates that piece of shit. And clearly right. he committed murder. It's hundred percent. It, but but at the same time, I mean, I hear people talk, and I heard a commentator, and it was like, oh, you know, if you're a black person in America and you leave the house, you, you this can happen to you. And it's like, you know, I don't really think that's true. No, <laughs> if, if I you don't. look at the numbers. The numbers are astronomically small. I mean, if you if you ask the average young person now, how many people do you think get killed every year by cops? They, they'd probably say a million, you know? And right. it's like, no, the, the number's a thousand. That, right. That's how many people get killed by cops every year. And it, and it stays remarkably the same. And it's like, Black people, it's about 200. So, right. I mean, it, it, you know, 
in some cases it's justified too, right? In some cases they're firing at the cop or trying to run him over or they're trying right. to kill somebody else, right? So, but there's just seems to be this general idea now because, you know, we saw George Floyd and it was so horrible, but people kind of have this idea like, yeah, when the cops show up, they just murder everybody, especially if you're black, they just kill you. You know, it's like, well, nah, actually that's not even close to true. It it's doesn't even have a whiff of reality to it, but okay, good luck with that, you know? I mean, well, it's it, that's been kind of a hilarious part of this conversation, you know, because it started at a good place. It's like, hey, man, we got to do right by black people in our society. And we're not doing that, right. you know, but but then when it morphs into like, oh, yeah, you know, we can't leave the house without getting murdered by a cop. You know, it's just like, mm, no, no. You know, well, you're going to the so on on March 5th of this year, a 10 year old called the police which was just unbelievable. He he called the police in Brandenburg, to Kentucky. Um, and when he called the police, he said that his mom and his dog had been shot on his front porch. Um, this was the first murder uh, of 20, uh, 2021 in that town of Brandenburg, Kentucky. Bless and you. and uh, bless you, Chris Pollock, uh, was sitting in the house when the police arrived um, and they asked Chris who was responsible for the murder outside of the dog what happened and he's he's an ardent Trump supporter and he just stood up and he said I shot the wife and dog and then he just sat sat back down then they tried to arrest him and at that point he got physical and tried to resist the arrest um at this point it becomes very confusing because they made a couple of big points in this article and this just happened so like one of the things i like to do on on our our podcast is have emerging stories that we can kind of follow throughout so this one we don't have a lot of detail but they made a couple of points to say um that it was a trump supporter he was very adamant about shooting his wife and dog, but they won't say exactly what were the incidents that led up to this, but they had been there multiple times. They did not feel that there was any threat in the household, but he How has- How did they know like, he was a Trump supporter? Uh, because he was one of those people who had like the Trump flags and Trump stuff all over his yard. Oh man. Okay. One of those guys, Trump flag. <laughs> Immediately, I'm not very sympathetic toward him well, for some I, reason. I don't know if they put that in there just be, because, like, almost all the major, like, major mass killings have been pretty much Trump supporters recently. But I don't know why they just said that it's it's it was just very weird. Well, but, but there was the Black Nation of Islam guy that just drove his car into the Capitol to kill a, a cop. with a knife. Yeah, so that was a. That was, that was not a, a Trump guy. That was not a Trump guy. That's for sure. But that was not a mass murder either. That was one guy right. driving into a barrier trying to right. get to uh, Biden, I guess. I don't know what he was trying to do. But um, but so but keeping with the theme. Uh, well, so we'll keep on that one. But I'm really interested. I was just really kind of puzzled by that one. And I want to like see more what's going on because they're. But very... now it was his kid that called, right? The 10 year old. Yeah. And did the kid know that the father had done it or did yes. he say, oh, I came home and mommy was here? 
Well, I think what the problem was is that he called 911. The dad came back in the house and then he put the phone down and then he just sat there with his dad and waited for the cops. No, wow. that. yeah. So now that that seems really, uh, uh, you know, you'd think anybody that crazy would have just gone all the way and killed the kid. So no. I'm always kind of fascinated by that when people like have these shreds of humanity, you yeah, know, but like, kill, but killing the dog too. That was just exactly. weird. That's a weird, I, I'm like kind of curious. I bet he killed the dog first just because he was so furious at the wife and she loved the dog. So Maybe, he probably killed I, the dog I feel like then he killed her. I think we're going to find a bigger story because they, I think they have the story and they don't want to let it out because it's going to disturb the case. But I, I think that there's, there's going to be an interesting story that comes out of this. This is Kentucky, right? So it's yeah. either, it's either Rand Paul or, or Mitch McConnell's fault. Yeah. I'm going to go with Mitch, but um <laughs> But keeping on the theme of pets and crime, uh, our final story is this girl, um, Isabella Tallis, and her boyfriend, uh, Darian Simon, they were just taking their dog for a walk in the ballpark, and a neighbor began yelling at them for letting their dog go to the bathroom in the ballpark. So he kind of lived across the street, um, and um, I guess he was mad because they had had kind of confrontations before about their dog going to the bathroom around this guy's house, uh, like in his back alley and stuff like that. Um, and so, you know, he did the traditional thing that people would do, you know, yell at them, pull out an AK 47 and start shooting at them, um, (laughs) which is what he did. Um, the guy was, uh, the, uh, uh, Darian was bending over to to pick up the dog poop, and uh, and they started shooting. Or he pulled out his gun, and started shooting from his apartment. Um, at that time, he killed Isabella um, and wounded uh, um, Darian. Um, but the the craziest part of this is then when they did some investigation they found out that the AK-47 was owned by a member of the police department. (laughs) So the Denver Police Department, um, it was licensed under that, under the Denver uh, police officer. Um, And it turns out he had texted that police officer during the trial, they actually brought that up. So, he, Wait, who who texted the police officer? The guy the, who shot? Exactly. Okay. So he texted the police officer and he said, um, hey, my dog was attacked uh, by these other two dogs. And then his then he followed up with a voice message that said, I really, really fucked up bad and there's no coming back from this now. <laughs> so that's to his buddy. And then they were like, well, why does this guy have this gun? So apparently this police officer had purchased the AK-47, had it at his house. He and Close used to fire the gun together. And then the guy Close who killed these people, well, killed and uh, almost killed the other guy, um, had had the gun. And he said, without his knowledge, had it at his house. 
Now, did did the guy who shot the two people spare the dog in this case? Yeah, the dog. Some, I think the dog survived. Okay. So I saw this video where um, it showed what looked like the same dog at the memorial, where at the same place where he had been doing his business. They set up a they set up a memorial right there of flowers. It's sad for for Isabella. You can't she, make this stuff. I up. know. <laughs> so while she, where she died, where he did his business, um, it was all there. Wow. Yeah. And he was he was walking around and the family was there in the background while they were doing the news report. So I was like, okay, wow. Um, and even weirder is so that guy, um, the guy uh, Darian has a company that was featured on that same news channel, which is called Be a Good Person. And so that's a it's a clothing line that basically has like be a good person like in lines across the shirt and it espouses like helping out like members of the community good values no all of these things. And so I mean it it doesn't sound like this guy was doing anything wrong. Like he was picking up his dog poop, wasn't like right. leaving dog poop around. Like it right. doesn't sound like that was the issue. It also sounds like this guy close might have had some mental issues as well. Like someone, some like family member said, well, he was just diagnosed with bipolar. Um, but that I don't know how clear that it was, but like it, it's just crazy to think that this guy just had an AK 47 freaked out about some guy in a park across the street from him, not even like in his front yard. And just started like rattling off rounds because this guy was like letting his dog go to the bathroom, which every dog has to do at some point somewhere. Yeah, I mean, this, you know, this again kind of goes to the heart of, you know, I, I, it just makes me wonder. I mean, people have always been consumed with rage at times. We can even see in the fossil record you know, records of wounds and people having been beaten. And, it, you know, we know that, you know, violence is endemic to human beings, but it's like, we, we our, our, our physiology, you know, and our, our, our psychology, I should say, hasn't caught up to our technology. So, whereas, you know, you could always take a rock and smash somebody over the head with it, you know, uh -huh this idea of like oh now we can kill people remotely we can kill people mm. from a drone you know we, it just seems like it's it's tailor-made to to you know push the worst parts of the human psyche and the worst things you can do i mean that's why it's like these mass murders where you're like fuck man look i guess on some level it just kind of comes with the human race and somebody might be able to go and kill somebody yeah but, you know that like that shit that happened it, at the country music festival in vegas a few yeah. years ago where it's like that dude killed like 65 people some insane <laughs> amount it's like dude no we, we like it, we have to be able to rein in our technology to the degree right. that you're just not capable of doing that and that that's really where i part ways with the gun nuts i mean I like guns. I'm a man. It's fun to shoot off a gun, you know, and I, and I think about killing people sometimes. So I get it, you know, but right. it's like this idea that like, you're taking my rights away if I can't, you know, don't have at least the capacity to kill a hundred people at a time. Right. You know, it's just like, no, man, you don't have that fucking right. You don't have that right. You know? Right. Oh, the other thing too, that really annoys me is like, when you talk about uh, 
all they're saying is like responsible gun legislation. But they're like, it's gun control. You're trying to take our guns. And I'm like, no, they're trying to take away a fucking AR-15 that is a military grade weapon from fucking shooting like a hundred rounds a second. Like what? Yeah, I get it. Like you can have the protection that you require, but the protection that you require for your home doesn't need to be able to take on the Russian military. Like that's what that gun was made to do. Yeah. And and this is a perfect example too, of like, you look at the guy in the park, you know, without guns, this murder doesn't happen because without guns, this guy has to go outside, approach this guy, confront him. I mean, it's hard to kill somebody. It's hard just to be in a fight with somebody. It's you, hard to you know, you're, you're in a fight with somebody, 15 seconds feels like an hour. Oh, it fucking sure. takes forever. And it, it really takes a toll on your body. And it's such a whole thing. And this idea that people just kind of willy-nilly go all fucking, you know, yeah. Dodge City. It's always guns, you know, and it, it because it's just a chicken shit way of doing it. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It's like, I... I there's a part of me that believes that violence has a certain utility. Like, I, I, like I think we, you know, instead of always having it be, you know, let's let's call the 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 kid a victim who's being bullied, and let's take the bully to a psychologist. I mean, I feel like you know, the bully kind of needs a smack in the face, and 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 the kid being bullied needs to know that he can lash out and smack somebody if he has to. I mean that would kind of be better for everybody's psychology. You know, it's not, you know, it's kind of like, I think humans kind of need to fight and they fight in various ways. And some of the ways they fight are physical and like, that really doesn't bother me. But as soon as you bring in the guns, all of the honor goes out of it. All of the evolution goes out of it. Everything just becomes like, Hey, technology, boom, 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 bang, bang, right. bang. And, and there's just corpses everywhere, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, they, I mean, you know, the, it, Life was always tough, but, you know, so if you were growing up on the south side of Chicago in the 20s, it it was not easy and shit happened. But now it's just like, oh, my four year old was walking down the street and got cut down in a hail of gunfire meant for three other guys. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like we we have a real problem in our society understanding that technology is supposed to work for us. We're not supposed to be its helpless victim all the time. Yeah. I've exactly, but all right. So I want to a say, thank everyone for listening. Uh, what we've learned out of this tonight or today, or whenever you're listening to this, when you, when you do is that if you date someone and you become obsessed, take a moment, get help. Just go, go online. Like we've learned, if anything we've learned is like you can get help online anywhere and it's very, very easily available. Secondly, there's no, there's an addendum to that, Doug. uh If you're, if you're dating someone and you become obsessed, she's probably going out with Doug. No, stop. That's not even true. (laughs) Um, Then the other thing is if you have a pet, a pet, no matter what kind of pet at all, Whatever happens with a pet, don't resort to any violence of any kind whatsoever, especially a gun. (laughs) Um, And then, as always, we welcome all your comments and ideas. Contact us at contact at Vomiting Rainbows uh, or find us on all social media at We Vomit Rainbows. 
Listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Rate us and help us grow because the only way we grow is by you guys help helping get our, the word out there. Um, and then, as always, uh, please visit thedwarves.com. Check out all the new items that they have to offer. Uh, read one of Blag's impressive books or rediscover one of the albums that you may have already listened to. It's there's so much cool new stuff on the way. I'm I'm making records. I'm making books. Just exactly. a little little while longer. But yeah, great. And talking the, to and you the collab with Mickey Avalon. Listen to that. It's all over. Did some hilarious stuff with Mickey. You know he's still in Bali. I think he's never coming home. I think he he's just going to hang out there forever. We should go visit. We'll yeah, go maybe he there. has a vision. We'll do a wee vomit rainbows from uh, from Bali. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Vomit on. <laughs>